ever wondered how taboo, shame, and lack of good sexual education have stripped away elements of pleasure in childbirth and parenting that are essential to loving, intimate relationships? Join me for another episode of Orgasmic Birth Podcast, Pleasure in Pregnancy, Birth, and Parenting, as we break down and heal barriers and open the door to more love and intimacy in birth and life. You have heard me talk about how important your voice and choice is in childbirth. It's actually important every day of your life that you feel seen and heard. But on the day you're giving birth, this can make the difference between a memory of trauma and disrespect or that you're being heard and seen and creating a powerful orgasmic birth story that fills you with joy and connects you to your intuition and power in a way that no other day in life ever will. Birth is powerful, and it may sound simple to ensure that you are respected, supported, and a part of decision-making. You would think that would be a given, but it's not that easy. These are key elements to feel positive about your birth, about your body, and we really know that about a third of people come away from birth with more fear, with disrespect, with feeling they had a lack of options, and too many today are coming away with birth trauma. Before I go into today's episode to help you make sure that you have the tools you need to prepare for a positive, pleasurable birth and make sure your voice and choice are heard and you are seen and honored, I want to begin with a couple freebies. I want to really thank you We've been getting such amazing feedback from you and so many listeners. So one of my thank yous for following our podcast is that if you're thinking about you'd like to support a friend, a family member, maybe you're a partner, or maybe you're ready to begin a career that's going to make a difference in the people in your community to have powerful, positive, pleasurable births, Take my free quiz to see if you have what it takes to become a doula. The link is in the show notes. And if you're pregnant and you're taking in all that I'm sharing and you're wondering, how are you going to incorporate all of this into your birth plan? I have a free customizable, pleasurable birth preferences for you. Again, see the links below and I'll guide you through how to put all this into action. Hi, I'm Deborah Pascali Bonaro, founder and director of Orgasmic Birth and host of the Orgasmic Birth podcast. Today, I'm going to teach you something we spend a lot of time talking about in my doula workshops and also in my childbirth classes, my pleasurable birth essentials, and that's how to use your brain or as I say, BRAINS, because we have a lot of them, it's actually an acronym to help you whenever you have a decision to make, to make sure that it's supported, that you're making informed decisions during childbirth. It's actually an acronym and a tool that you can use at any time in life that you or someone close to you has to make a decision. So let's use the letters of brains and start out, you might want to write down brains and I'll let you know what they stand for. So the B stands for benefits. So understanding the positive outcomes, 
Do you know the benefits of each intervention or option that you have in childbirth? Do you know the benefits of using pleasure, love, and intimacy as nature's way to release your own oxytocin? So when I speak of benefits, it's fully understanding all your choices. We've talked before about where you might give birth and with whom, but also you've been following along. We've talked about birth balls, ropes, cubs, music, dance. There's so many things that when we put on a list of what are the benefits that you can have, think wide and big. And so many things are beneficial. And there are so many things that only have a benefit and no risk. One of the things that has a benefit and no risk is having a doula. And I've talked about that before. So I would have you start out with thinking, what are all the things that science shows are only beneficial and make that big list. But we know that there are many things that why they can have a benefit for someone that's having a particular challenge at a time, they also come with risks. So the R in brains is risk, navigating challenge with knowledge. So it's important to understand the potential risks associated with various birthing choices. And so look about when you're asking your provider, you know, what are some of their outcomes? We've talked about finding out what's their rate of interventions, cesareans, inductions, epidurals. How often do they have people birthing upright and moving? Learning all of that. But if someone has a very high rate of interventions, you should want to know what they see as the benefits and the risks and where do they see you falling in that. This is something you can even ask when you're in labor. If someone suggests that, you know, they add synthetic oxytocin, it's time to say, you know, what would that do to benefit me and my baby right now? And what risk might that expose us to? Right now, we're having really an epidemic around the world of inductions, starting labor artificially or augmentations where we're adding synthetic oxytocin to speed up labor. And you have to know that there are risks with that. People that have inductions have higher rates of use of epidurals and why that can be a good thing. That also brings another set of risks. And people with inductions have a higher rate of cesarean births, and those are just a few of them. So when your caregiver offers something, it's really important to have a good conversation with them about the risks. If someone ever says to you and they're offering you a medical procedure or even an epidural that there are no side effects or risks, I would just tell you to hesitate and be cautious. How can you trust someone that doesn't give you an honest, full conversation? But a good care team is going to tell you both the benefits, especially personalized, why where you are at this moment, why this particular thing is being offered, and there's a benefit. But when you ask, they also should share what they see as the risks. And that leads us to the A. The A in brains is alternative exploring options for personalized birth experiences. So there's a range of options in the birthing process, and they can vary from where your location of birth is, but many places, right, are going to encourage you, let's just say pushing. They're going to have ropes and 
squatting bars and birth stools and encourage movement and upright birth. Other places have a bed and they're going to encourage that you be in bed. So when you ask for alternatives too, you have to like ask a little bit about what their practices are like, but you always can really add your voice and choice that you want those alternatives. Let me take you back to induction just kind of as an idea and know that for induction, right, that's using synthetic oxytocin, there are alternatives, right? There are other ways that you might be able to get your labor started. So that's a good question, no matter what they're offering you to say, are there alternatives? Another one I hear all the time is people sadly are still being invited to have intravenous drips in labor. And we now have a lot of evidence that they're not needed. It's much better for you to be drinking a lot of fluid and getting fluid that way. It's a much more natural way. Plus, when we think about having a pleasurable birth, you know, when is an IV pleasurable? It often impedes your movement and movement is needed for a safe and gentle birth. It often has you emotionally feel more like a patient. And just that emotional mindset can really shift how you feel about your body and your birth. So an alternative for an IV, if someone says you need more fluids, is you got it. Get a big glass of water and say, let's make a commitment to drink so many ounces of water within the next 30 minutes or an hour, and let's reassess where we're at. So alternatives can be kind of an in-between measure. Let's use an alternative and then reevaluate. Maybe the alternative solved whatever the issue was. And if it didn't, we can come back to that discussion again. The I is for intuition, tuning into that inner wisdom. And I think it's really important to know that the body that grows the baby, you are so connected to your baby and you do have this deep inner knowing and wisdom. I have, and this is an amazing story, but I am often blessed to be with someone as their doula every time they have a baby. So for people that have two, three, four, I get to really do that journey with them. And I had been with this family, this woman and her husband, and baby number one, you know, challenges in labor, but lots of joys. We danced and she moved and we found all different ways to bring pleasure when there was challenge there. And she got up when she was ready to push and squatted. And 20 minutes later, her baby powerfully was birthed into her hands, helping to catch along with the midwife. Baby number two, a little bit quicker, a little bit easier, a little more pleasurable because she had done it before. So some of that fear and wondering what it will be like was gone. And again, 20 minutes squatting and boom, that baby came. So baby number three, the labor's going even quicker and we're smiling, thinking, okay, we got this kind of 20-minute rhythm in pushing down. But she started pushing and she pushed and she pushed and no movement of the baby. She even tried different positions because in second stage, we always say four or five pushes in the position. If the baby's not coming, then try a different position. Don't keep staying in the same thing if it's not making a difference. It's all about movement. 
and finding how your body and your baby can move and align. So we're getting at an hour and 45 minutes and the midwife is required at that point by her backup doctor to call the doctor in. And the doctor comes in and says, you know, it's been an hour and 50 minutes now. If this baby doesn't show progress in a little bit, I think we need to go to the OR and think about vacuum or forceps and we'll assist you with it. So I looked at her and she said, can I have a minute? And it's really important that you always can take time, right? You want to think about something or we often say a tip in hospitals is if you say, can I have a minute to think about it? We often get a really negative response. And it took me a while to understand why I had providers kind of cross their arm and go, you know, I have three people in labor right now. I don't have time for you to think about that. Or we have to make this decision now for you and your baby. And I kind of listened to a lot of providers and I heard that when they hear think, it sounds like you're challenging their wisdom. And so we talked and years ago, a beautiful doula, she's passed on now, Sue Cohen. I came back from a birth where thinking had gone really wrong and we intended it to be a positive thing to just take a minute to think, but it became really negative with the staff. And Sue said to me, what if we change this and say, can we have a moment to pray about it? And I always find that when you change the word, all of a sudden, everybody was like, of course, take a minute to pray about it. So she did say, can I have a minute to pray about it? And doctor said, sure, but we only have a few minutes. And she kind of went inside and connected with her body and her baby. And she opened her eyes and she said, this is intuition in action. She said, my baby's a lot bigger than my other two. I need to change position and this baby's fine and I'm fine and I can do it. And she said it so forcefully, eye to eye with that doctor that he said, wow, you sound like you're really confident. I'm happy since you're right. You and your baby are fine. Let's give you more time. And she moved a bit more, chose some different positions. And sure enough, that baby started progressing and that baby was born without any interventions. So I had really worked with her prior about this BRAINS acronym. I always talk about the I for intuition, taking that pause to connect inside. And another question to ask yourself is, how does that feel? That's a question. You're going to feel it. Like you're going to go, that's a hell no, or that's a maybe, or let's explore it. Or maybe that's a yes. I really feel like I need that now. So really know that. And what comes after the I is N. And that does stand for no or honoring your needs and your boundaries. So sometimes, again, the no is just not now. I need more time. You know, I want to go back. My intuition is telling me after praying about this that I really want to drink two, you know, two big glasses of water and reevaluate. And sometimes it's a hard no, like I'm not doing that. So we have to find another way. So know that the N is really for honoring your needs, your boundaries. No, not now. I need more time or never. And the S, remember I said brains, I like to add that for safe and sexy. 
So you've heard many episodes early on in the podcast, some with Dr. Sarah Buckley, where she talks about the need to always feel safe. And we've mentioned it many times. No one will open to birth in a place that they don't feel safe. So even if we do choose or need an intervention, making sure that you're feeling safe in the process. So talking with your team, if you're feeling nervous, if you're feeling unsafe, give voice to that. Tell your doula, go over with your doula and your partner in prenatals that should anything change, if there are challenges, what are key ways that you can come back to safety? Sometimes that's going within. It can be prayer, visualization. It can be songs and music. It can just be the words that people say and the reinsurance that you're given. So always make sure you feel safe and sexy is to keep those hormones flowing. So Sarah Buckley took you through, and I've shared a lot about how to flow those hormones, oxytocin, prolactin, beta endorphins, right? And we know that often when there is an intervention, it can create, and Dr. Buckley went into this, a hormonal gap. And so if you are getting something that's creating a gap, to keep it safe and sexy is to bring those moments of pleasure. Have someone tell you they love you, to maybe kiss you if that feels right, a stroke, nipple stimulation. Hopefully you created your whole list of pleasures. So when you know there's a gap, think about what it needs, what it takes for you to run your own oxytocin. So what would be that way to keep it safe and keep it sexy so oxytocin is flowing. And sexy is just a fun term. It's really how to keep your hormones flowing. So let's just recap again. The acronym is BRAINS. So B, what are the benefits? R, what are the risks? A, are there any alternatives? I, what does my intuition or how do I feel about it? N, no, what are my boundaries? Maybe not now I need more time or maybe never. And S, how can we make sure whatever we do is safe and keeps those hormones of love and pleasure flowing? So I'd love to hear if you've used the BRAINS acronym. It's usually in the toolkit of all doulas. So it's something we spend a lot of time talking with you about in prenatal visits. I'd love to know what are some of the stories you have? How has this acronym helped? Or if this is brand new to you, I'd love to hear how you feel about it. So please, I always appreciate hearing from you. You can tag me or PM me on any social media platform at Orgasmic Birth or go to our website, Orgasmic Birth, and use our contact form. And remember to look in the show notes so that you can get my quiz for 10 questions that you can see if you have what it takes to become a doula, if you're debating on becoming a doula and making a difference in other people's births. And if you're creating and struggling, how can I incorporate this brains? How can I make informed decisions? How can I put this all in my birth planner, as I call it, birth preferences? Definitely use my free template and personalize it for you. So I hope this was helpful. I always appreciate if you can take the time to rate and review our podcast. It helps us reach so many other people to help them to positively prepare for birth and parenting too. 
thank you for joining me today. Thanks for listening to the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about pleasure in birth parenting and birth work, visit orgasmicbirth.com forward slash more for my free gifts. And please leave a review about your experience. Reviews help us to reach more people and please subscribe. Thank you.